Today we're watching Camp Rock 2, Calabar's Revenge. Starring the Jonas Brothers in the role they were born to play. Brothers playing in a band together. On Dizzy Channel, original friendship. Mitchie can't wait to return to Camp Rock so that she and love interest Shane can spend the summer making music and having fun with their friends and bandmates. But when a rival, <laughs> rival camp, Camp Star, run by famous music producer Axel Turner, opens across the lake, it causes many Camp Rock campers and counselors to ditch Camp Rock and join Camp Star. Mitchie finds herself too busy running the camp and preparing for the camp wars to have much fun, but Shane and friends help her open up and look on the bright side of summer. The Camp Rock gang spends the summer preparing for the dramatic battle of the bands, while still maintaining to have fun. That was the IMDb plot summary. Wow. It was really bad. It was so bad. I think you read it exactly <laughs> as how that the person, person speaks. speaks. Yeah, how that person speaks. Wow. Mm. Um, good morning, Maya. Good morning. It's Sunday. But there is no sun. I drove to your house, and people in Seattle, despite the fact that it rains a lot here, do not know how to drive. I, I braved this weather for you and for mimosas. You're a brave, brave person. Thank you. Say it again. You're a brave, brave person. Oh, thank you. So today, this morning, we are we are watching Camp Rock 2, Calabar's Final Jam. And I feel like they really, they didn't make room for sequels by calling it the Final Jam. Or is that what it's called? It is, yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's called the Final Jam because on the last day of camp, they have the Final Jam. Yeah, but I feel like it's like there's not an option. To, I mean, you can't have the next up jam after the final oh, never mind so like camp rock three no wait this is the final jam <laughs> the final countdown so the final <laughs> countdown so so guys a few things from the last podcast that i need to bring up one his name is brown cesario that's that's uncle brown's name brown cesario uh i prefer brown gray i do too <laughs> So that's a that's a thing. I think it's like when your best friend, you have kids and your best friend is like their aunt, but it's like fictive kin, so not a real actual blood relation, but still. That's interesting. I still think they're actually related, and that's why they went to the camp. Because connections, I enjoy that the Jonas Brothers are all, they're all listed now with last names, which they were not before, except Frankie Jonas, who is the youngest Jonas Brother, who is in this movie, and plays junior rocker Trevor. Never heard of him. And I also was, yeah, I was enjoying that, that he is not allowed to be related to his brothers. So that's a thing. Also, I really... Guys, guys, continuity is not the strong suit in this series. Peggy Dupree is now listed as Peggy Warburton. Her name just changed. Did she get married? Her I, name is Peggy Dupree. Yeah. Or Margaret Dupree. Margaret it was Dupree. actually a really big thing because it was like, Margaret Dupree. Who's that? That's me. You go, Margaret. Yeah, no, we've relived that scene so many times. I mean, we reenact it every time we see each other. That's my other issue is now, well, first the Jonas Brothers are now brothers. I mean, they were always brothers, but now in the movie, they're brothers. And Peggy's name is now Warburton. Uh, is there anything else that bothered me? Nope, that was it. Oh, I mean, his last name's Cesario, and I was 
just wondering why. Well, one, he didn't really. I don't think they said his name. I could be wrong. I was drinking last last week, but they. I don't feel like they said his last name. But also, that's such an extreme last name to have for you and not to be mentioned. Cesario. Cesario. Maybe he's related to the Gray's mother. Yeah, maybe that is. I mean, they did look like they could be like a little. What would that Italian? I feel Cesario is Italian. I think so too. Yet he is British. I don't understand. I don't. But understand. Italian people can be British. I mean, yes, I get that. <laughs> I get that. I just there's just so many questions and no answer. Okay, so well, and he is billed in the original Camp Rock as Brown Cesario. So yeah, these are things today. We are drinking mimosas and having breakfast because you know what? We multitask. That's that's a thing we do. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be really awesome. Yeah, so it's mimosas and Mitchie. Ooh. Ooh. Titular. That sounds very titular. It's not a dirty word, guys. <laughs> I was going to say he's a titular. That's not, that's not a dirty word. Titular. <laughs> oh my god we're clearly like a little tired or maybe that mimosa just kicked in right away i don't know i just had like a i had a sip, sip. i had maybe two sips but so what do you remember from this movie maya i remember nothing from this well actually i remember that there was a rival camp yeah that's all i remember i remember that nick jonas has a pretty big storyline where he has fallen for i think it's the daughter of the other camp owner and her face looks a lot like Angelina Jolie but I feel like she's been in a lot of other things but she has like very large lips and I'll remember her name later when they tell me but yeah I remember he sings this really adorable song to her about the things that make him nervous because he's trying to open up to her because she feels like he's not open I don't know I remember why he sings the song for her but I feel like it was something along the lines of she's like I don't really know you and so he sings her song about her like I sing with any time that's how Joe uh, no it's it's a little more dorky which I kind of enjoy because because okay. I think he's just awkward and then Kevin Jonas, uh, whose name I can't remember in the sh- in the movie. Dummy. I think it's Nate is uh, Nick. I think. I, I mean, they're really getting inventive. Nate, Nick. These are things that Nate, dummy. Nate Gray. Uh, Nate Jason. Gray. Jason Gray. So Kevin is Jason. Nick is Nate, and Joe is Shane. In case you want to know, follow along with us. So uh, yeah, that's his. And then Jason is teaching junior rockers, and he has a whole like connection with Frankie Jonas's character and. He gets them to trust him or to rock out or something. And, oh, and Tess Tyler, bitch that she is, goes to Camp Star. Of course she does. Of course she does. Because, I mean, and it sucks because I was like, you were moderately okay. I had lukewarm feelings for you at the end. When people do good things, other people should (laughs) say something. (laughs) Don't worry. I waited till the last minute to say that you weren't thieves. (laughs) Anywho, <laughs> still not eligible for Final Jam, but fuck you. I think that that was really her last, like, I don't really care Mic about drop, you. and you're out. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I really remember. I think Shane and Mitchie actually kiss in this, which is so big for... I love that Disney Channel original movies, it's like, it, they have to, like, wait at least one movie in to have them kiss. It's weird. There's a lot of hugging. There's so much hugging and hand-holding. Oh my god. That's not how real youthful relationships work. I oh. don't know. I wasn't in a lot of them, so... Me either. I 
I read books. Oh, me too. And had cats. There was something else I remembered. Oh, they all become counselors. That's the other thing in this movie is they all become counselors because all the counselors leave. And I got really confused because I'm pretty sure there are child labor laws and most of them are somewhere between 14 and 16 years old. I went to a summer camp for a good portion of my youth. Mm -hmm. And we were not allowed to be actual counselors till we were 16 years old. Before that, at 14, we were training counselors. Yeah, there were junior counselors where I went to camp. 16 was junior. Nice. Where did you go to camp at? Camp Wadanopa. She went to Camp Wadanopa, guys. She just, (laughs) her face is like, ah! Uh, Did you really go to Camp Wadanopa? Georgetown Lake? Yeah. Yeah! Oh my god! God. (laughs) That was great. Guys. What what cabin were you in? Um, When that started, I was junior counselor. Oh, you! Oh, I was in and or a train counselor. I was fourteen. I was in like Robin ca- cabin, I think, or something like that. Oh my god! Oh my! God. This is really this is really exciting. Did exciting you know Meg? Stuff. Of course I know Meg. <laughs> she was one of my counselors. Oh gosh, guys, this is fantastic. Oh man, I've known Meg since I was six years old because we went to summer camp together every year. <laughs> this is pretty amazing, guys. <laughs> guys. This doesn't make any sense to anyone, and we might cut it out. But this was a really amazing moment. We went to the same summer, <laughs> summer camp. camp. We just realized, although I. We should preface this by saying you are several years older than I me. I am several years older. So you were a counselor and I was a camper. Mm-hmm. But we probably actually, we probably were at that camp at the same time. Oh, definitely. I would say we were definitely there at the same time. We should definitely, sing, we should definitely sing some camp songs when once we get drinking. Whoa, hilo. Whoa, hilo. I was going to do, here we sit like birds in the wilderness. Birds <laughs> in the wilderness. Birds in the wilderness. Here we sit like birds in the wilderness. Wait. For our food. All right, we'll catch up with you guys when we're done watching this movie. Yay! God damn it, Nick Jonas! <laughs> I really like that you and I can have fun with just counting down to say something. In this <laughs> My fingers went all weird. <laughs> no, you were just flipping me off. It wasn't on purpose. <laughs> but how you looked at it was such confusion. It was so great. <laughs> fingers are weird. <laughs> fingers are weird. <laughs> oh, God. So, That's about it. So, yeah, so, so thanks what's for new? listening. Bye-bye. So what's new, Maya? Um, Your appreciation for Nick Jonas. My appreciation for Nick Jonas God, is new. God, that movie was not good. That was not good. Like, I it was loved... not. I loved Camp Rock. I thought Camp Rock was really funny, and the music was maybe, really catchy. Not maybe, like, funny intentionally, but funny. Much more enjoyable than this was... This was not a good movie. You know, the... I'm trying to think. Tess was the bad guy in Camp Rock. Mm-hmm. That's as bad as it got. Was like a bitchy girl. Yeah, and this the, one was Axel. Axel with no e. Axel Turner, Axel who Turner. was gonna destroy the camp because he hated Brown Gray Cicero. <laughs> Brown Gray Cicero. Cesario. Cesario. <laughs> Which I would like to state, they say his name both first and last twice in this movie. But never before. I also like how he introduces Shane and Jason and Nate, whose names I now know, as his nephews, which I was just like, 
All right. So you guys are actually related. But okay. also, but also, yeah, so this is, this is something we're believing now. Because he calls them his bandmates in the last movie. I'm pretty sure he refers to them as his bandmates. And in this one, he refers to them as his brothers, like, repeatedly. So I would just like to say maybe he and his brothers weren't in a good place, and so they, like, were not saying that they were brothers. I'm going to agree they weren't in a good place in the first movie because Shane was... Acting out. He was a douche and kind of a dick. It's he, true. He, he was, was a bad boy. And I really enjoyed how they had, Mitchie and Shane had not seen each other since camp last year. And they like emailed and stuff and texted, but they had not, they hadn't had a first date, but they were apparently boyfriend and girlfriend and had been for a year. And he's a rock star and has been touring. And, and so I feel don't really believe that he would be in like a committed relationship with someone he's never even been on the date with or kissed or kissed well we don't know actually if they've kissed or not they didn't like stay like that was our first kiss they just talked about their first date well you know i i would imagine that chain being a incredibly popular possibly rich recording star who has stopped straightening his hair so is much more attractive now Agreed. But I would imagine that he would have some money that maybe on spring break he could... Have visited her? Or flown her up to wherever he was touring. Something. Something could have happened. Or he could have arranged the tour to go through her town, like, or near her town. I don't know. I think we're putting a lot of stock into something that I don't think the Disney Channel writers really thought anyone would think about. Well, when you're in a relationship, you generally, even a long-distance relationship, you see the person that you're with at least once every few months but not like a whole year that's and as as a long time summer camper uh i had well i only had one camp boyfriend when i was like 12 but for my friends that did have camp boyfriends they weren't really boyfriends during the school year but once the summer started then they would start going out again at camp and that's just sort of how it was i imagine that that's sort of what their mindset was i don't even know i don't know what to tell you i don't even know i've never dated so ever no oh yeah that's sweet I'm 27, forever single. It's good. That's nice. I know, right? It's nice. It's nice to know that some people keep things normal. So, fellas, just go ahead and write those emails to singleadare at (laughs) gmail.com. Wouldn't that be depressing if that was my actual email? I'm sure it might exist. It has the word single in it. I feel like that's like. Singleadare at gmail.com. I don't know. Adair um, is not a popular name, but I could see someone doing it. This is making me really want to start an email address on singleadair at gmail.com, but I'm not going to do that. I, yeah, and that's a thing. Maybe I, Nick Jonas might Maybe Nick Jonas out. is actually secretly into me. It's, I'm uncomfortable <laughs> by a, a lot of feelings Nick Jonas brings to the table with this movie, so let's not talk about that right now. Let's talk about Brown and how he has boundary issues. Also, stop. There's a loud siren. Interesting. I think your neighbor's meth lab exploded. Oh, it is like right by your house. I saw the lights. That was exciting. I live in a very good neighborhood. I'm just saying. (laughs) The meth lab exploded again. What are you going to do? I feel old and gross. How old is Nick Jonas, please? He's 23 years old. Okay, so I'm only five... Four, four years older than him. I can deal with that. I can deal with four years. Thirteen. Yeah, that's gross. Thirteen years. That's gross. That's gross. That's really gross. That's really gross. He's a, he's a good-looking, attractive guy. I'm just saying. Well, that music video we watched afterwards, I showed Maya this music video of Nick Jonas 
like basically his clothes dissolved off his body as all of his clothes should we just sort of paused and couldn't really deal with what we were saying it was it was good it was a good time uh kevin jonas married with a child joe jonas single i assume he has very high maintenance i would think the same thing he seems i'd say of the jonases he's probably the most high maintenance not saying like that's super high maintenance it's not i don't know i don't know yeah I was trying to give an example of a, like, female movie, like, Disney star, but I don't really think any of those kids, I mean, it seems like they're all drinking and making bad choices. I would assume they're moderately chill. Moderately. Moderately. I would imagine so. Maybe Margaret Dupree, wait, what's her real, what's her new last name? Oh, God. Warburton or something like that? Warburton, yeah. Which is very, it's very upsetting to me that they changed her last name. (laughs) And her part was so much smaller in this one. Oh, I'm jumping way, 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 way ahead. But there is a comment that someone makes. I think it's Elle or Ellie. Uh, uh, Ella. Ella, thank you. Who Ella. should have been with Jason. They were both silly and stupid. And really? And moderately medicated, it seemed. Moderately, yes. There's something going on there. But uh, <laughs> Ellie says, Ella, sorry, says. You're, really, you're bad at this. I am bad at this. She says to uh, Shane and Mitchie, You guys are like the strongest singers here. Or maybe Caitlin said it. One or the other. But regardless of that, who won Final Jam the previous year? Peggy Warburton. Singing all by herself with no backups, just playing the guitar. uh, No choreography. No choreography. No no choreography. No choreography. No hairography. None of that. No ographies of any kind. She just went out with a guitar saying, here I am, and one final jam, and Mitchie and Shane are the strongest singers? That kind of made me I mean, to like, be fair, Mitchie was disqualified. We don't know if she would have won final jam. I'm pretty sure that, that Margaret Dupree I'm pretty sure we're the singer. only people that are coming away with this frustration. The Margaret Dupree can, story. Can we also discuss how the lyrics still suck? The lyrics of the group numbers. There were so many group numbers this time around. But they they suck so hard. Like, just the worst. There are lyrics are like, la 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 la, sha na na na. This is our song. Na 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 na. This is our song. That's not actually. That's na, not. Na, na 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 This is our song. That was awful. That's really great. That was so awful. Go ahead and send your emails to singingadare at gmail.com. Nice connector. That was really good. I'm really She's glad you came back email. to that. She's got a lot of email I got, addresses. I got lots of emails. I got, but my actual email is Disney, Disney Channel Original Friendship at gmail.com. Email me. That is an actual email address. Or, or tweet us. You could do that too. Tweeting is good. I've been live tweeting this whole thing. Not to break the illusion that it was me and Maya. I asked you to live tweet. You said nah. 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 That's not really... Adair is much better at at the social media updating aspect. Well, when I was in New York, actually, Dan and I were together. And, I mean, as Dan does a podcast and uh, runs Secret Weapon Productions with Austin and Clark. And he and I also have a blog together. And so we were taking photos and tweeting and such. And it got to this point that we were tweeting things that, like, one of us did, and we were, like, getting it tweeted on all these different social medias. And I was just like, this is like a social media circle jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's just so much social media involved. Because 
it's a lot of work and I kind of get why people when they become busier and more successful have people that tweet for them and do all of the social media stuff because social media is really really elaborate now and I'm decent at it I'm pretty decent at it when it's something I'm enjoying but it can be really daunting and exhausting and sometimes I just have emoji battles with people emoji battle it's not as cool as it sounds I don't like throw a giant smiley face poop at someone <laughs> that's a, an amazing picture isn't it a horrifying but but really this amazing is, this is a horrible digression but you can reach us at Disney Channel Original Friendship at gmail.com or at Disney Channel Original Friendship on Twitter we're there we're there often we're really enjoying it I like it um okay so let's get back to this movie that we Must watched. we? It was not good. I'm just, I mean, it was entertaining at certain moments. Like, your reaction to Nick Jonas' song was entertaining. And, like, a few of our, like, commentary things were entertaining. But I honestly am not sure I would have just sat down and watched it. And this is sort of the issue with a lot of sequels. And I feel like the original, like, set of Disney Channel original, Disney Channel original movies. <laughs> Copyright. I feel like a lot of them didn't do sequels and for like cuz there wasn't really anywhere to go from it and I feel like post high school musical sequels became more like yes this is lucrative let's stick with this yeah it feels like that they made this movie just because they thought that they could maybe get a little bit more cash revenue from this I mean which they did I'm sure they did it because it's not it's not a very good movie. Well, the it is story. For, to be is, fair, we're not in the age range. Netflix says watch it on Netflix. It says ages eight to ten, which which neither of us are. And it also makes no sense because this is about like teenage romance and yeah, like, I don't mean anyone up cares. Would like, Elizabeth care about that? No, yeah, not at all. But she is at the tail end of the spectrum because she's just turned ten yesterday. And happy so, birthday, Elizabeth. Happy birthday, baby. Elizabeth is Maya's daughter, for anyone who didn't understand that. But she just turned 10, and so, you know, maybe this isn't for her, because she's just getting a little too old for teenage <laughs> romance. Apparently. Maybe. Anyway, I... The thing is, I can't go into a whole lot of, more than what I've gone into with it, because this movie in itself was just sort of frustrating, and there were a lot of plot lines, and I felt like they were resolved... Like, way too easily, or they weren't ever resolved. These are my... Mitchie was stressed out because Mitchie had to run the camp, basically, which is also confusing to me. Isn't it Brown's job to do schedules? I just realized no one knows what I'm talking about. Maya, why don't you explain the first half of the movie? All right, first half of the movie. Mitchie's super excited for going to camp because she plans on spending the entire summer with her boyfriend... Shane Gray of Connect 3. Sorry. Not Connect Connect 3. Not Connect 4. There's only three of them. And they're really excited. So they go to camp. They sing a little group number. Everyone's really happy. And then they find out that there is another camp across the lake that just opened called Camp Star. (gasps) Run by... Brown Cesario. Cesario? Cesario. You keep wanting to say Cesario. Brown Cesario's former bandmate and nemesis, Axel Turner. He opened up a camp because he's an an asshole. And, And his plan is to destroy Camp Rock. Camp Star v. Camp Rock. So, they have a bonfire, and I'm using mental air quotes, um... Here, 
where they have they invite Camp Rock to the camp. They sing a big group number on the stage, which really isn't that good. But, you know, whatever. Well, it's because they sourced out-of-work singers and dancers from college. Yeah, because those are not kids. Those are adults. I would say that almost all of them were adults. Um, and at the end of the big number, because they wowed so many people, Axel Turner offers the staff of Camp Rock double pay to switch over. Which is just awful. That's... Well, and I would... It's I would, a little blow, man. And I would say that, like, can you do that? I don't know. Whatever. Um, and he... I don't think legality is the question in this movie. Fair enough. But they also offer a bunk, a bed, for any of the uh, Camp Rock kids if they want to go. We have air conditioning. Selling point. Selling point. Air conditioning. They, it looks like, and one of the kids says, this doesn't look like a camp. It looks like a resort. And that's very, very true. It looked like a what bunch camp of hotels. Has cement? Yeah. There it was, was like cement ramps everywhere. It was very, very concrete. Um, so. <laughs> that works so many ways. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so yeah, so they do that. And then Brown realizes that he does not have enough staff for all of the campers. Side note, there are a lot of very young children at the camp. Which is a a new thing. Because there were not kids, like little kids, in the original Camp Rock. No, it didn't feel like it. Maybe that was just a part of the camp we didn't see because we were always at that one area by the water where there were backup singers in the bushes. I don't know. They were existing in Shane's heart, by the way. That's where the backup singers are, in his heart. But yeah, so then... All of the older teen kids, Ella, Caitlin, Peggy, uh, Shane, Nate, 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 Jason, Jason, and Mitchie, and... Oh, and, uh, and, uh, Xander. Xander and... Black Kid. Black Kid, I know. (laughs) I like that he now has a name. I also liked the little African-American guy who was talking to Jason. He was like, good night, and it was almost as if... Good night, black kid. Yeah, it was a weird <laughs> kind of like, we're not going to actually give you a name, but we're going to have this interaction, and I'm not once going to actually say your name. That was No weird. one ever says but, my name. So the, the older kids tell Brown that they are going to become counselors at the camp to <laughs> save it. the camp. I love how he's like, this is the first staff meeting then, and I'm just like... You're not even questioning this. It's just like, thanks, guys. I had no choice whatsoever. I This is great. Thank you, 16-year-olds. I literally, I was going to go bankrupt, and this is, so thank you very much. Side note, again, Brown and Mitchie's mom. Connie. Connie. Brown and Connie seem way very, too tight. very close. Yeah. She seemed really close with way too many people, actually. Shane, that letter, and she like came up and sat by Jason and was talking to him and telling him what a good job he was doing. And I was just like, like, you were the cook last year, and how close did you get to these kids? I mean, I realize that they're all friends with your daughter, but... I don't know. Like, it was, who it are was you, weird. Lady? The, the connection was weird, and it seemed, as I think you put it, if, if she was the single mom rather than married, she and Brown would have gotten together. Like, that's how it was playing. And it, that was kind of weird because she was not single. At least, I don't think Mitchie's parents got divorced in this year. I mean, that would have been a dark turn, and maybe she would have been a little bit more angry, and maybe that would have explained her need to control everything. I think we just. That would have been out. great. I think this actually, that's what happened. 
I think that's what happened, and that is why she was trying to control everything. So really, we should have been giving her more slack. Her parents got divorced this year. <laughs> Come on, guys. Don't try and kill her. She's only a little annoying, and it's because she's from a broken home. Mitchie went through a lot during the school year that she just decided to not mention because it was really hard for her. But her father, who uh, owns, a owns a hardware store, who we didn't see at all. We saw him once, twice, three times a lady. Well, in, three times a daddy. In, in, in Camp Rock, but we don't see him at all oh, yeah, in no, this movie. And um, because of the divorce... Because he decided that it might be best to keep his distance. Especially since this was also Connie's job. But what a lucky lady that she got a second contract with Camp Rock after the disastrous turn of events in Camp, in Camp Rock. Well, I mean, the food was good, though. I mean, and that's really all but Connie's job a, was. She was a very uh, intense child. That's true. But her daughter was found innocent of stealing the stupid fucking charm bracelet that she... I like how basically Ugh. our review of Camp Rock 2, Calabar's Revenge, is just us relating back to Camp Rock. Because it's just not as good as Camp Rock. I really liked Camp Rock. I had fun with it. And this movie was almost a chore. It was kind of... I mean, like, you walked off into the kitchen at certain points. Your fire alarm protested repeatedly. Oh, just once. I but it was again. loud. It was very loud. It was, it was It was a solid two minutes of beeping. And we had to pause the movie. Yeah, because gosh knows we were going to miss something. Yeah, honestly. Um, there was nothing to miss. This was... There was nothing to miss. This was... I will say that this movie was... Except for Nick Jonas's Little, weird, cute, adorable, like... Like, so, this song is me, about me song. song. His This Is Real, This Is Me. His Which is much, <laughs> much more adorable. This is real, this is me. I, I think I repeatedly actually would said, this is real, this is me. Like, repeatedly in this that movie. Because how... Shane and Mitchie were fighting a lot because Mitchie basically took the entire weight of, like, Camp Rock surviving onto her shoulders. And everyone was just like, okay, but God, you're being a bitch. Well, to be honest, Brown had completely given up. He had completely yeah. given up. Not only had he given up, but he pretty much said, like, Mitchie was an idiot to ever get caught up with, oh, sorry, we didn't even mention this. Camp Rock shows up at Camp Star, and they're all like, let's sing this giant group number together and challenge you to, like, a battle of the bands kind of thing. Tell me more. That what will happened? be broadcast on television. And then Brown is very upset that um, that Mitchie, Mitchie just committed to this. But I also like that Mitchie did commit to this, and you were just like, yeah, uh, there's also an adult that I should probably run this by. But. Well, I mean, like, because Axel's like, so, do you want to do this? And it's like, she's a kid. How can you get, like, a commitment from a child? Like, this is, what's wrong with you, dude? Or at least a teenager. Or a teenager. I mean, she's probably, like, 17, I think, at this point. Yeah. But she, that's still a kid. Also, just because she is in charge of scheduling doesn't actually Why would mean... you have a 16-year-old do that? But that doesn't mean she's in charge of the camp in any way, shape, or form. But Brown's kind of pissed because he doesn't think that Mitchie should have done that because he does not think that they would ever, ever, ever in a million years win. And that it sucks and that his business is over and that there will never be a camp rock again. Uh, the way that he and Connie are talking about it, it is as if they are in a relationship. Yeah. And because she's like, you know, there's a lot of like, honey, she's, you know, she just did her best. I know. I just wish she hadn't done it. And it really feels like a step parent 
couple thing. Couple kind of thing. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It's weird. I actually, what I'm doing right now, in case you were wondering, it, and you're like, why are you just staring at your phone while I'm talking? I'm trying to look through stills of the movie to see if Connie was wearing a wedding ring. Because I have convinced myself with this delusional thought that this is what has happened. And I'm trying to prove myself right, as I always do. As I'm always trying to prove myself right. That's fair. That's fair. Because who knows? Who knows? I might have... Maybe Disney Channel writers are actually a lot more layered, but they're just doing it very under the radar. Maybe they did film things about it, but it got cut because... You know, higher ups thought it was inappropriate or yeah, not non relevant or that's not whichever. Fun. I mean, it's like, why would there be this story of divorce in this movie about a rock camp? Uh, I do like that Allison Stoner is no longer a music producer, but a dancer. As which Allison they should have done in the first place. Allison Stoner is an amazing, an amazingly accomplished dancer. Yes. She's been dancing since she was a small child. Yes. Um, and. They just didn't. They didn't want to do that in the first Camp Rock, um, and maybe that's because Allison Stoner wanted to not just be known as the little girl who could dance. Yeah, she wanted. Dancer. Yeah, exactly. Maybe she wanted to be like, no, I can do more. But it turns out that she's a really good dancer, and so it made sense for her to be the dance teacher. Yeah, uh, Ella taught costuming. Yeah. Which was confusing to me only because, isn't she a singer? Well, that too. I think it's because she's ditzy, apparently. That's, like, the go-to. And, um, Peggy did singing. Like, she actually did, like, composition-type stuff. Yeah, which I liked. Um, I liked that she actually was talking about composition. A lot of her lines, I felt like, were actually accurate. When she's, like, talking about the composition. She's like, who's doing the composition? If it's me, that's fine, but you need to let me know. I was like, that's an actual thing someone would say at a rock camp. That's something somebody would say, like, if a bunch of people are putting together a production or... Yeah, it was it was really good. And She I, had, like, the only lines that made any sense to me. Once again. The Margaret Dupree Warburton story. Yeah. Maybe she got married. She's 16. You can get married at 16. I don't think she's married. I don't... She I mar- married Patrick Warburton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He has kids, I think. I don't know. You know Is what? she one of them? Email us at Dizzy Channel, original friendship at gmail.com and let us know if Patrick Warburton has children that would be of a comparable age in 2010 to marry a 16-year-old girl. That's all. And I really, I do hope we hear from you guys. <laughs> we really, we, we hope that this fictitious world we have built is enjoyable to all of you. This is, no one is going to like this podcast. <laughs> uh, well, you know, to be honest, and uh, just this section is definitely going to stay in, I just want to let you guys know that I am going to be cutting out massive portions of our rambling. Which is fine. Um, and even it's then, fine. even then, there's going to be a certain amount of rambling that I'm going to keep in because we're great and we're great together. Just keep in the camp story. Just keep in the moment when I realized that we went to camp together. We Maya found some old camp photos while we were while we were going through and she's not in this one this this particular year but I am in like the front row of the camp of this camp photo which was hilarious with a gigantic 
gigantic gap sweater. Big like, red gap sweater. Big red gap sweater. It was, it's so my parents wouldn't lose me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, but I'm not. Is that why they dropped you off at the lake for two for a week? <laughs> for a week? They just got tired. Just drove away. They were like, you're someone else's problem now. Which is, I feel, the story of Camp Rock also. Uh, Ooh, Frankie Jonas. Frankie Jonas is in this. And he and Kevin Jonas have this whole storyline. Because Ken- Kevin Jonas, Jason Gray, there you go, is in charge of the Junior Counselors, which is now a thing. Junior Rockers. Junior Rockers. The JRs. Sorry. I said Junior Counselors. Sorry. I was just thinking about our real lives. My bad. Kevin? Sorry. Jason. Jason I mean, you're, and you're accurate. It's just his real name versus his character name. He is with Frankie Jonas, uh, who plays Trevor, and he's filmed... The thing about Trevor that's, I think, the only thing that really matters about him is he's filming throughout the entire camp experience, because mainly it's for out of entertainment of their torturing Kevin Jonas, but it ends up being very important at the end of this. Honestly, what we can say is, at Camp Star, they are very hardworking and very, like, just the big show oriented, and Camp Rock is trying to stick with this idea of fun and encouraging the enjoyment of music. And so, there's a lot of montages and a few songs basically leading up to this final show. And you're seeing that they're, like, trying to grow together. But then they also, Kevin Jonas takes all of the junior rockers and they spy on the other camp, which I feel like wasn't necessarily kosher. But they spy on the camp and they find out that the camp is very, like, it's just, like, mainly Tess and this other guy singing. And so they're like, oh, well, we can just switch it over to... Mitchie and Shane, all this work we went to can go down the toilet because it, it just matters that Mitchie and Shane are singing. And so that's that's what's going on with that. Meanwhile, Nick is Nick Jonas's character is in the creepiest stalker oriented relationship with the Axel Ty- Tyler. Turner. Turner, sorry. Axel Turner's daughter, Dana. Uh, And it's just weird. They're looking at each other through binoculars a lot. They're just super awkward. She's very, like, sexually forward, I feel like. I agree. My favorite thing was she was like, you want to know something funny? I was goofing around, and I wrote your name on my hand, and I wrote it in permanent marker, so now it's there forever. That's not how that works. But also, it was, people don't talk to each other like that. But that was a very weird thing, and I feel very uncomfortable by her advances. Like I'm, she's not advancing towards me, and I feel uncomfortable about it. That's all. Those two are the creepy, creepy couple that want to really make you comfortable at the party. Yeah, they're gonna touch you. They're going to be like, oh, you're pretty drunk. Maybe you should stay the night. So Dana and Nate have this like weird little go around. And Dana finally gets frustrated because she feels like Nate's just super awkward and maybe doesn't like her. So he writes this song to tell her all the weird things about himself. And it's I feel like it's my favorite part of that movie. It was a super cute which, song. Which is what I was sort of talking about. It's like awkward and kind of, well, it's kind of Jason Mrazzi, which is not my style, but it's... It's ridiculous and whatever. So I'm trying to think of the uh, Shane and Mitchie fight, and then they have a song where it seems like they both are like, "Well, we don't agree, but we're still in love." But it, then they aren't together. But then they are together. So basically, they're in a teenage relationship that is dramatic. Go figure. Mm-hmm. But things work out, and they decide that they're going to do a duet at the final show, and so. You can take over for about the competition. Take over about the competition. Okay. Can you just tell, like, I'm I, at a certain point, I'm like, this plot is so stupid. It's, it's contrived, and it's 
extremely obvious. Well, it seems very obvious as to what is going to happen. Camp Star does their number, and it's, okay, it's not that good. But everyone's like, wow. They are amazing. It's flashy, but there's no substance at all. The um, host of the competition is very biased. She's very, very biased. She makes a comment. If I was going to a camp, this is the one I would go to. Yeah. And it's just like, Jesus. But she makes a a comment to to Brown about uh, how she, about how it doesn't really matter because Axel has put so much money money into into the social media and and the marketing that everybody's getting all these texts, even people who aren't watching the show, to vote for Camp Rock, to just text in and vote for no, Camp. to Camp Star. Or Camp Star, sorry, Camp Star. Vote for Camp Star, vote for Camp Star. So it doesn't really matter how well anybody does. It doesn't actually matter if Camp Rock does the better song. They're not going to win anyway, um, which is kind of like, oh. So shit's Jeez, that's messed up. You think way that maybe... Way to teach kids the way of the world. Well, you would imagine that, like, hearing that, that maybe Brown would do some tell somebody about it. No, that's not how Brown works. That's he not... just he just has way too much influence into his nephew's lives and a weirdly sexual relationship with his camp cook. That's what Brown do. That's that's, that's how that the Browns is sorry away. That's that's how Brown do. Brown do Brown. Brown do Brown. <laughs> Hashtag Brown do Brown. Um so Camp Rock does their song. They do do. They start out as a duet, but then the the whole camp comes on stage. They and do then really not great choreography. No, not at all. But I mean, Caitlin, come on, you danced with Missy Elliott. Stop bringing that up. You're not her mom. You can do better than this. We expected better from you. Do their little thing. Missy Elliott's not your real mom. <laughs> or is she? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll Camp find Rock out. Three, the Missy Elliott story. <laughs> Back to Margaret Dupree. <laughs> Um, very messy divorce. Uh, okay, so they, they see there's because she's back to Margaret Dupree. That's yeah. what it's anyway. Uh, okay, so um, Camp Rock does their song, which is slightly better, but really not that good either. The choreography is messy, but it looks like there's heart there. And, and oh, and then there's videos. Uh, Trevor slash Frankie Jonas's videos are playing up in the background of all the fun they're having, and that's the point. Is it's all the fun they're having. So thus, Frankie Jonas's part in the movie. Made sense, finally. He, in fact... Well, no, we're not going to say anything. So, okay. Uh, so, the end of the competition happens. And then they they're lose. about to sing. Yeah. They're, well, well, they're about to say the, the results. And all of a sudden, it goes, like, really silent. Yeah, it's... And they it's don't do the silence. They don't do the silence. Uh, or they don't do noise. I'm pausing so we can edit this. <laughs> <laughs> There's just silence. Shut up, Maya. <clears throat> There's just silence, and we get from facial cues that they lost, and that sucks. And Tess, like, hugs Mitchie or, like, consoles Mitchie, which is weird, because Shane just walks off. It's like, none of this makes sense. These social dynamics make zero sense to me. Well, she was crying, and Shane did hug her for a while, and then Tess shows up and sort of, like, like pats her arm, like, sorry. Fair, fair. Yeah. There, and there, stop, stop. you guys can actually, you don't even need to be here to know exactly what Adair did. You know. It was like that. And I'm and it was sorry, like, I'm oh, so they crazy. lost. And, you know, the camp uh, star people are like, yeah, we won. And then they're done. And so then they all go back to Camp Rock. 
But they have a lovely bonfire. Oh, they do. And they're all singing a song. And having fun. Because that's what Camp Rock is. It's about loving music But what I did love about that bonfire is in the close-up shots, everyone's fine, everyone's dry. And from the faraway shots, it's raining. (laughs) Like, it's really raining. It's raining sideways, guys. Yeah, I love that when you're like, it's raining sideways. (laughs) It was like, wow, it is... There is wind and rain, and they're just singing songs. And then uh, the song that the majority of the lyrics are la 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 la. This na, is na, our na. song. Na 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 na. This is our song. La 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 la. Na 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 na. This is our song. That's uh, that, and then there was a little hat, clapping motion and some cool choreography, and that was it. And that's pretty much it. But then we see lights, and we just boats. can't end this fucking movie. Lights and boats and I guess some cars are coming in and it's filled with <laughs> motorcycles, and some dune buggies, a jet ski flopped over them. <laughs> Someone's riding a unicorn. <laughs> Someone's piano just rolls in with them on top of it. But we see a bunch of campers from Camp Star and they're like you paused because you didn't remember the name of the camp didn't you <laughs> that is why I paused <laughs> okay. your face from, as you looked at me was like tell me the name <laughs> I just need confirmation that I'm getting the name right yeah. okay. um, so what you don't know is I am nodding constantly at Maya during this podcast giving her confirmation because oh. Maya needs constant confirmation that she's doing good well apparently there's something about um, drinking mimosas or champagne in general yeah, that makes champagne. me bubbly brained and not remember things. yeah it's the champagne that did that <laughs> continue <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to do the noise <gasps> I had a great noise They all come out and they're like, Jesus, okay. Start over now. Okay, so they all come out from their... The closet. They're all getting it turns out. Jesus. I give up. Thanks for watching. (laughs) Goodbye. And we're going to pause and there's going to be seriousness. Ready, set, So they all come out from their various places, uh, the way that they transported in. And they're like, Camp Tardis. Rock. There's a TARDIS. There was a TARDIS. They come out and they're like, wow, your camp is a lot funner. Tess says, I want to go then, to Camp Rock next year. Is that okay? <laughs> my favorite thing was your commentary. When she's like, Brown, I talked to my mom. I want to be back at camp next year. And he's like, he's like, sounds good. Or something into your comment, which was. My comment was like, I don't care. The funds, the, the tuition is non-refundable. So you already paid for two camps. Go ahead. Um, so but, good. and then there's some weird, random, never been given a name character who says, yeah, I want to go to this camp too next year. It looks like a lot of fun. I was like, who are you? Who are what, you? What did Why? you even play? Like, did you sing? I don't remember Did you, you dance? She's just play like the timpani. It's just like this is me, and I have a line, and this is my line. That was me when I was in it too. They kept my scene out in Camp Rock. It's cool. I'm, I'm not. I'm over it. It's because of your 
messy breakup with Nick Jonas, and we don't really want to talk about that anymore. She he was, was the, he was the love of my life. She was too old for him at the time. No longer, though. No longer, no. They could get back together. We could. We totally could. Nick, tweet us. Um, <laughs> Had Disney Channel original friendship. Um, so, Camp Rock lost. But did they really? <laughs> I just And that's it. Oh, a I, oh, fucking movie. And Connie, <laughs> Connie comes out and she's like, someone help me with the phones. They're, running, they're going off the hook. I'm like, oh. <laughs> no one has cell phones, apparently. Also, not only that, you're the fucking cook. <laughs> like, why are, why are you answering phones? phones? They're ringing off the hook. What? You're allowed a phone? My camp didn't allow phones, but phones also weren't a thing. I mean, there were phone. There was a phone, but people didn't call. They called, like, a main office. Um, yeah, which was not on the camp. It was not at the camp at all, so people weren't calling that number. And wouldn't they send, like, emails and, like, I don't know, it just seems weird. It was all weird. So that was the fucking movie. But the movie was, so Camp Rock Lost, or did they? Wink. The end. Oh. And then there were some bloopers. And then, oh, oh, and then at the very end, Shane and Mitchie are like... Hey, I'm really sorry this summer was so tough. Yeah, me too. But I really like you, and I got to know who you are. This is you. And this, this is me. real. This is and real. This is, this is Yeah, and he's like, yeah, you're great. And then Adair made a sound, and then they kissed. <laughs> okay, they didn't make the sound because they kissed, and I didn't make a sound in the movie. <laughs> she, made a, she made a sound because I was looking at something, and I wasn't looking directly at the screen. It was to get my attention to let me know that they were kissing. Thank you for explaining that better. That was exactly, but it was a really funny, like, it's kind of like, <laughs> she's trying to... <laughs> yeah, it was a noise that I don't think I could, I, I don't actually think I could remake. But it, it was, was great. It was a completely unnatural, guttural tone that came from me. So, what we take away from this is sometimes, <laughs> thank you for comparing me to Chewbacca. It wasn't that, Maya. guys. It wasn't that at all. Thanks. I was, you, you said, jerk. You said guttural and that was what I, I mean, thought yeah, of, but it fair. wasn't like that at all. It wasn't, it was just I like, am not giving you a ride later. Shit. Um, anyway. So, we, what did we take from this? That sometimes sequels shouldn't be made? That uh, if you look at someone long enough through your binoculars, they will also start looking back at you through binoculars. And that sometimes it's not about Margaret Dupree. But it is. It always should be. So, because here I am. Thanks, Maya, for reminding us what the real message is. So, Maya, if you were to... If you were to rename this movie, what would it be? Camp Rock 2. Don't bother. (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh man, that's much better than what I had. Or maybe Camp Don't Bother. I think mine would have been the the Peggy Warburton story. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really think it was that funny. I do. I thought it was um, okay guys, I'm gonna, I gotta bust some lyrics out for you guys really quick. <clears throat> so this is the song that he, that, that, uh, Jason? 
No, Jason's the dummy. Shane. Sh- no, Shane's... Oh, Nate. Nate. There we go. Oh, yeah. That oh. Nate is singing. It's called Introducing Me, and uh, it's because Dana's like, I don't even know you, and I'm like... You- well, didn't stop you from creeping on him. Also, you guys have barely had a conversation. You talked for, like, maybe two minutes, and then he had to go hide under a canoe. How is he supposed to even... How are you supposed to get to know each other? Other than, like, divulging really weird, sudden information. Right? Through information. song. Through song. Exactly. And so the words are, um, I'm, I'm good at wasting time. I think lyrics need to rhyme. And you're not asking, but I'm trying to grow a mustache. I eat cheese, but only on pizza, please. And sometimes on a homemade quesadilla. Otherwise, it smells like feet to me. And I... I really like you when the moon looks like a toenail. And I love you when you say my name. Wow. So those are the words. He only likes cheese. Or I like cheese, but only on pizza, please. Or sometimes on a homemade quesadilla. Otherwise, it smells like... That is a thing. He also doesn't like crust on bread and birds. Birds make him nervous. Um, Birds make him nervous, yeah. Because he just started sharing things. And he's trying to grow a mustache. He is trying to grow a mustache. Uh, I never trust a dog to watch my food... I like to use the word dude as a noun or an adverb or an adjective. And I never really, I never really been into guitars. I like cool guitars. Wait. Cars. I've never really been into cars. I like cool guitars and superheroes and checks with lots of zeros on them. Which, that's weird. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Who doesn't like checks with lots of zeros on them? Yes. I mean, money. And he likes the sound of violence and making someone smile. That's sort of nice. Yeah. Oh, here's my favorite part. Do 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 introducing me. That's the end of the song. I really feel like they ran out of words. And and that's why they put in the do's and the da's and the na's and the laws. Or you know, they were like, What rhymes with this? La 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 la. That was my contribution. Okay, so dum da dum da dum. Uh Question a dare. Mm-hmm. Was it worth it? I mean, I had a wicked awesome brunch in the rain with my coolest, my coolest Disney friend. And so I would say, yeah, it was worth it. Would I be sitting at home and say to myself, I'm going to watch Camp Rock 2? No. I have a very similar feeling. Although I have had a really good time hanging out with you. I this... mean, I am fantastic. You are. You are fantastic. I drove in the rain up a hill. And had to battle idiots that don't know how to drive. I mean, I didn't battle them. I left my, like, weird uh, padded stick that I do gladiator battles in in my other car. doesn't fit in the Fiat. That's okay. That's okay. Next time. Next time. But uh, this this movie is not a movie that I would actively seek out. I was actually skimming through Netflix to find this movie, and I was like, oh, Lemonade Mouth. I'd much rather watch that. Before we even started it, because I just didn't have a very good feeling about this movie. And I was right. Um, my prejudgment, because it's there been just, a really long time I guess since I saw this. This statement, we could say, this is our, our political statement on it. This is our song. This is our song. It's not very long. It's done. Is that it was not the worst movie. We enjoyed our time together. It allowed us to bond. It's going to be a while before we need to watch it again. A very long while, yes. Very, very Maybe long. never. Maybe never, ever, ever. But thank you, Netflix, for giving us this option. Oh, yeah. This podcast, sponsored by Netflix, giving you the option. Mm-hmm. Also, I just want to say that... Um, 
Adair's wearing a shirt that says because Netflix. And I was watching Netflix today. I don't play. I think it's really awesome. Really great. This is actually my my comfy man shirt where it's when I want to wear clothes, but I don't really want to wear clothes. I like it. Like the fact that I'm wearing jeans for you right now is weird. I'm wearing yoga pants, a tank top, and like some like pullover cardigan. It's not really I don't necessary really for us to know. I just don't care today. Just it's comfortable. Yeah. It's comfortable. <laughs> Maya's kind of resembling ER right now. So yeah, it was it was worth it to come here and see you. That is my story and I'm sticking to it. I like that. But if I was like, oh, let's watch this movie again next week. I think I'd say no. Would I watch Xenon next week? Yes. I would watch Camp Rock. Ooh, yeah. I, I would watch Camp Rock again. You'll probably do that right after I leave. Uh, I got got things. You got things. I got things. But, you know, if I was just chilling and hanging out and I didn't have anything to do, I would watch Camp Rock again. But Camp Rock 2, I'd say watch it because the completion of the two movies, I think, is is a good thing just to finish it off. It's a bookend. It's a bookend, yeah. A really narrow bookend that is not holding out many books. But, you know, you don't need to repeatedly watch it. Ever. Camp Rock 2. You don't need to repeatedly watch it. Ever. Brown do brown. <laughs> brown do brown. <laughs> All right. Brown do Connie. Connie Brown. <laughs> Trying to shut you up, but I don't know where the button is. That was Camp Rock 2, Calabar's Revenge, and Liquid Brunch. It was produced by Maya Millslow and Adair Rice. Disney Channel Original Friendship is a secret weapon production. Copyright 2016. All rights reserved. <laughs>